Have you always been told how to live your life? Do others judge you because you're different than them? Has society rejected you because you're an anomaly? Episode 2 of Raw as Shit starts right now. You're now listening to Raw as Shit, where we get real and raw about entrepreneurship, family, tech, and marketing, as well as featuring the shittiest moment. Now, here's your host, Ivan Temelkoff. What's up, everyone? Ivan Temelkov here again, coming back at you with another fresh episode of Raw as Shit. Raw as Shit is a podcast that airs every Monday where we discuss topics such as entrepreneurship, family, tech, and marketing. No fluff, no bullshit, no shady shit. Just real, raw, and authentic. That's what we do here on this show. If this is your first time tuning in, make sure to hit that subscribe button. You can find the podcast on iTunes, rawishit.com, or the Facebook page. Just search for raw as shit. This is real life, little home. That's why I stayed down. I just came up off that boy, look what I made now. Like Nike, I just do this ain't a game now. I try to get a job, but they turn me down. Okay, now that we have all the boilerplate shit out of the way, let's talk about some interesting things. In case you're wondering where all this music is coming from, besides the intro, of course, of the podcast, it's from this badass website called Artless.io. You can subscribe to it and uh, gain access to all sorts of royalty-free audio to use for your podcasting or commercial audio needs. And this is most definitely not a paid advertisement for Artless.io. I just wanted to throw that in here in case you're in need of some commercial uh, royalty-free audio that you want to use for your podcasting or video or uh, just in general your marketing uh, needs specifically. On this episode of the podcast, I'm straight up fucking excited to bring on someone who has fucked up so much in life, been judged by society, and yet is finding ways to live his best life yet. Joshua T. Berglund is someone I've been following on social media for quite some time now. If you asked me a while back what my thoughts were on him, I would have told you that he is one of the most disturbed people I have ever met. This was, of course, way before I actually knew who Josh was and what his true intentions were in life. And that's just it, though. I was being the typical mediocre fucking judgmental piece of shit and acting like the very people that I despise. So without further ado, I want to extend a warm welcome to Joshua T. Berglund on the show. Let's dive right into the guest interview and let Josh share his story. Ladies and 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Joshua Berglund, a.k.a. the world's mayor, is driven to be a voice for the voiceless and empower others to live their truth, whether it is on stage or behind a microphone, on his broadcast, Gratitude Unfiltered, Joshua speaks with un unapologetic truth. After living in the shadows for most of his life, he now relentlessly shines a light on a darkness that prevented him from living his best life, blessed, forgiven, and free. Josh, welcome to the podcast, man. How are you? What's up, Ivan? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So I'm very excited to have you actually now on this revived version of the podcast because uh, I've been friends with you for a while on social media, and I've seen your your journey from where you started to where you are today. And let's just put it this way. You're one of the most interesting people I know, <laughs> to say the very least. And what I've realized is that I don't have enough interesting people in my life. Let's put it that way. Because it seems like the day and age in the society that we live in, a lot of people choose to live a mediocre life. And this was actually one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast, because I wanted you to talk about your purpose. I wanted you to talk about what you're doing with your show, talk a little bit about this transformation that you've been on and it, it just seeing this journey, it's been amazing. So let's start off with, you know, let's go back, let's say maybe, maybe a couple of years back, you know, take us a couple of years back. Let's talk about, you know, what happened two years ago to where you are today and what you're doing, if that makes sense. Oh man. So yeah, that's actually a perfect time to start. Cause it's been, I think my, you know, month to month lately, it feels like, you know, there's a lot of different, uh, different types of awakenings happening or uh, realizing or coming to, coming to terms with something else I get to work on or improve or, or heal. Sure. Uh, but two years ago, I love, I love that because I, like, I had a video, it's funny, my very, one of my, my very first Facebook Live video resurfaced, and it was right after coming out of jail. Um, right after being homeless, right after all kinds of, I mean, right after giving my life to Christ, uh, like there were all of these crazy dramatic things that had happened like right before then. And, but I got to tell you, like, I mean, it was almost, almost five years ago when I actually did give my life to Christ. But this time where I was at, I was still struggling, man. I was still like everything that I was doing was falling through. And sure. every time I thought I had a business deal about to happen, like right at the last minute, it would just, it would, it would collapse. All of these hopes. Every time I thought that I was going to have a TV show, it would fall through. Every time I thought, Hey, I'm producing a movie and I brought this investor to the table, it would fall through. And it was so frustrating because I'm doing everything I can. I'm trying to do everything right. And I keep failing over and over and over again. Yeah. And in also battling with, um, battling with this place that, you know, like I'm holding on to a lot of my old self. I'm holding on to a lot of old patterns. Mm -hmm. and like regardless of how much time I spent trying to, to be a better man, I let all these old habits just come and knock me out. And, and it's, and it's, and it was frustrating, but from two years, 
I would say the, the biggest thing has been that I've really learned how to fully let go and surrender and trust God enough that mm-hmm. he's going to have my best intentions, uh, my, my best, uh, well, he wants the best for me, right? I just need to trust him. Instead sure. of going, I'm only going to halfway trust you. I'm going to try to control all this. For me, you know, a big thing was holding on to sex, holding on to alcohol and the way that I was. Um, sure. And I'm still, and I'm playing Russian roulette with my life still. Like, even though my heart had changed, dude, those old tendencies, when I would start drinking, would come back out, you know, being quick tempered, um, sure. not responding like uh, from an, a place of emotional intelligence, just coming from a place of anger and rage. And there was a couple things that I'd not let go of. But more importantly, I was still surrounding myself with toxic in a toxic environment that was not going to produce the fruit that God wanted me to produce. So fast forward to 11 months ago after a massive relapse on meth, I had a dramatic change again in almost another rebirth. I don't know how many rebirths I get to have, but this one seems (laughs) to be the one that really stuck because I finally said, you know what? I'm done trying to control everything. God, I trust you. I'm going to quit looking for all these jobs that are not in line with my purpose. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Even though it doesn't make sense, I'm going to do what you called me to do. And it's changed everything for me. You know, you want to, I mean, there's so many things. And one of the things that really intrigues me about you is that um, I was watching a, a, a video on YouTube uh, of another influencer, a guy that's, you know, verified all over social and this and that. And one thing that I learned that I, I may have known, but it just wasn't as cognizant in my brain is just that adversity is in fact a competitive advantage. And when I look at, you know, like world leaders, people that have been successful in business, Hollywood stars, celebrities, like, you know, people that are of status, right? They all right. have a story. They all have, I mean, just a mesmerizing story that even, you know, in most cases, the rest of the world is completely incoherent about. And so that was one of the things that, because I know you've had a roller coaster and you're still riding a roller coaster, but that's just it, is that it just makes for a more interesting journey. And you were talking about your your spiritual transformation, uh, God, you know, uh, being a huge part of your life and that being a factor that drives you and motivates you to keep, you know, finding your purpose because let's face it, you know, a purpose is not found overnight, right? Like it takes time to find, discover, fulfill your purpose. And so, you know, you're going through this transformation, like what is really stuck for you is my question for you. So you've had all these roller coasters, like what are you, what are you currently doing? What are you currently involved in? Well, I would say I, I had been filming the TV version of my show, Gratitude Unfiltered, but, you know, for the last month, it's been sitting and I trust, I, I trust this, the, the spirit inside me to guide me. I mean, that's a lot of the crazy decisions I make are based on this. And uh, it's been twirling around in my stomach for a long time. Like, this is not really in line with what I'm being called to do. And mm-hmm. um, so as of two days ago, I actually stopped. I backed out of the TV show that I was filming for Gratitude Unfiltered 
because they were really wanting to secularize what I was doing. And also, it was really getting in the way of me building my, not only my ministry, but also it was getting in the way of me building my own, I'm, I'm, I'm building a studio. I mean, I'm, I, I, my goal and my vision has always to be what, to do what Oprah's done. Um, you know, I want to have my own studio producing films, producing TV shows, um, not and having mine. I want to, but I also, but I want to do it with people that are going to, are about the right thing. I want to produce content that's uplifting, that's inspiring, that shows people that regardless of your past, it's never too late to turn your life around. Um, right. And I just want to change and break down a lot of stigmas on sexuality, on on um, on faith and what it means to follow Christ, what it means to to um, you know to overcome. I, I just want to shift perspective about mental illness, uh, disease, anything that I can to show people that they don't have to hide from their past anymore. Um, so I'm in the middle of doing that. I've gotten really excited. Some of the pieces that are coming together. We've got a. I'm in the process of forming a nonprofit, which is for the ministry. I've got a team of uh -huh. people that are helping me uh, do all this. And we have a building that we're actually going after uh, that's been abandoned for 18 years. It's a, an, a camera shop that has been around since the 40s. Um, and it's a beautiful building. It's got, it's 5,000 square feet. It's in what we want to do for kids there. And, you know, what we plan on doing to try to, to make a positive change and in, in not only in Hollywood, but really the world, because if this works in Hollywood, it's going to work anywhere. This, this concept, this idea, this vision. And uh, so I'm working on that. And then also, um, for the last two and a half years, I've been working on an eyelash applicator that we have a global patent on. And mm -hmm. as of next week, we, uh, we release it. Um, it's about to go out on Alibaba on, in Asia. Uh, it's going to be on mm -hmm. QVC. And then every major department store. And of course, we're going to work with influencers and people like that. Uh, so that's coming out. And that's really, really exciting. Um, but really, right now, man, I am focused on taking every bad thing that happened. I hate to say it happened to me because I believe it happened for me now. But also all of the, the traumatic things that I inflicted on myself and other people, I'm choosing to use that now to create a space of healing for, you know, look, man, not only was I sexually and physically abused and verbally abused and all that, I also became an abuser. And it's nothing that I'm proud of at all. I, 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 it's really easy to say, well, I was doing two eight balls of cocaine and a bottle of tequila. And it's really easy to blame that. But the truth is that I, I, I made very poor choices and acted like a little boy with zero emotional intelligence and became a piece of crap. But instead of allowing that to hold me back or suppress what I'm doing, I'm using all of that in a very transparent way to create a space for healing for, for women who have been abused and also for men that have been abused and that have been abusers because you can overcome. You can turn your life around. You absolutely can shift from being a piece of crap to being somebody that is trying to spread love in the world, to do the right thing, to own up to their mistakes, to own up to the crappy past that they've had, and try to use it to create a space for healing, love, 
and and just transforming people's lives. And so someone yeah. someone gets to do that, and I feel like God has prepared me to be that guy, and that's what I'm trying to do in the world. You know, <clears throat> that was that was a that was a powerhouse of a state multiple statements right there that you made, and I I, I wanted to just touch upon a few things because. Uh, I have to thank you for teaching me several things, you know, uh, and, and that being is just that, like you pointed out, is just that just because we make bad decisions, because let's face it, we're human, we're all sinners, right? But I think a lot of people choose a life of mediocrity so they can escape from the reality of things. <laughs> because we all, we all make mistakes, right? Uh, we're just, we're just human. And so, and that was one of the things that I remember when I, when I first met you and just known you for a while, you know, it was kind of like an ups and downs thing. And then you really, I think, helped me understand that, you know, we're all troubled. In fact, the people who fail to recognize the troubles in their life and confront them are the ones that are the most troubled, Mm -hmm. literally, because they're hiding that inside of them, you know? Uh, they're hiding the past, the, the, the bad, the mistakes that they have made when they, in the reality of things. And so I, I got respect for you for the fact that you're manning up to the fact that I fucked up, you know, and, but it's okay. I'm owning my shortcomings when most people don't own their shortcomings. You know, they, they, they choose to ignore their shortcomings because they are too worried about the judgmental world that we live in and how the rest of society, someone actually posted in my newsfeed earlier today that uh, uh, the word masses, there's an M in it. And I responded by saying, yes, it's mediocrity because that's what most people live in. You know, that's the world most people choose because they're afraid to be judged. You see, being judged is costly. You know this, right? Because you're judged all the time because you are, and this is one of the things I relate to you, is this that we're, we're both unconventional, you know? We're right. both unorthodox. And the world dislikes that because, it, think about it, is we've been raised almost to live like, I'm going to use a, an old comparison, is the matrix, is to live in a certain way, right? A certain process, to do certain things because that's what the world has done for since the beginning of time, right? Processes, checks and balances. And anytime someone like you surfaces, it's like, who is this guy? That's, I think, one of the reasons that really enticed me about wanting to have you on the podcast is because I wanted you to talk about all these uh, challenges and, and all these things that you've had to overcome and most of all is owning up to these things when most people don't, you know, they, they choose to avoid it because they know that it's, it's cost. I mean, let's face it, being, bringing your true life to the forefront, it has been costly for you, right? It has been judgmental. A lot, other people have frowned upon that because they have chosen not to accept you for who you are. By the way, something I read recently was forgiveness. True forgiveness is the ability to accept the things that you cannot change. So mm. accepting people the way they are, because let's face it, people always need to change and improve, right? But the more you force it rather than accept it is the difference between the type of person you are and the way you create relationships with people. And so that's one of the things that, you know, I really, really like about you is that 
You don't live in the dark. You don't beat around the bush. You know, you're transparent, you're forefront. And let's face it, any disruptor in today's society like you, you know, is not accepted by society because you're different. But that's precisely what society needs. We need more different. I, yeah, that's beautifully said. And at the beginning of the interview, when we were talking, I was talking about how everything I was doing was just fall, like falling apart at the very, very end. And finally, the words of uh, Lauren Harris just like stuck in my head about 98% of the truth isn't the truth. And, and I remember when I had hid, I mean, for a long time, and you know my, you know my ex and you know, you know sure. some of the stuff that went down sure. in that relationship. And, and I, and man, you know, and I love her so much to this day. I've, I've yet to stop loving her. I mean, even after marrying that person, I didn't know I, I never stopped loving her. And to this day, I probably love her more now than I did then, but I have a different appreciation for her than when we were in the middle of our fights and, you know, the, the just getting drunk and being awful to each other. Like it, it just, but I appreciate and love her so much more now than I ever did before. But during that time, she was holding on to a secret about the abuse that had gone on to our relationship. She was also holding on to the fact that I had HIV because I hadn't told the public yet. I mean, I, some people knew, but I had hid it from the public. I hadn't talked about it at all. And finally I got the courage uh, and I went to it. I did a three month course in leadership, emotional intelligence, and it really helped me understand yeah. what was preventing me from, really stepping into my full power um, as a man and being what God created me to be. And then the realization that by not living in truth, I am blocking the blessings that God has available for me by not allowing people to, to know like the truth. I was also preventing from people from really getting to understand who I was. Like I, I was lying to the public. I wasn't intentionally lying but because I had not been honest with myself, there was no way that I could be honest with anyone else. And when I finally got the courage to speak out and talk about the abuse and talk about HIV, it set her free too, which was good, but also it set me free. And not only did it scare people away from me, it also brought the people that I get to call my tribe the, the people that I get to call my friends, it brought them to me. In fact, the most shocking thing ever, Ivan, was that when I came out and I talked about my battles with sexuality and the drug use and the jail and the abuse and the HIV, all of these things painting me out to be this horrific monster that I was. Yep. It had this crazy weird effect that it actually brought some of the most beautiful souls in the world to me. I, I have friendships and intimate friendships now in ways because I'm, because they see me. Um, I have friends that now would do anything in the world for me. And that is after me showing them what my monster looks like. Not, not fake Josh, not the person hiding and pretending the small little boy, the abuser, the addict. No, they see my heart for who I am and what I want to be. And now I'm able to not only receive love, I'm able to genuinely give love back and contribute to the world as someone that 
is being authentic, that's willing to fall on the sword of looking cool to try to help other people. Because in the end, life is not about me. My, my spiritual gift isn't about me. My pain isn't about me. My trauma isn't about me. No, it's actually meant for other people. And by releasing that and, and, and letting that truth be revealed, it's actually allowed other people to heal and it's allowed me to heal and it's allowed me to be able to help other people and receive love. And I got to tell you, I'm 39 years old and I did not feel loved ever in my life until about a year ago. You know, you made some very important points that I wanted to touch upon. And one of the things that I wanted to accomplish with this podcast is I wanted to be purposely polarizing because there's too much bullshit in this arena, honestly. And I'm done with that. This is why this show is bigger, bolder, and louder. Like the gloves are off. And mm. a couple of things that you mentioned is that, you know, I'm guilty of being judgmental towards you in the earlier years when I knew you because I didn't have a full understanding of what your true purpose was. And here's the thing most people, resent different right because it's different for a reason it's not what they're accustomed to and anything that's different is challenging it it poses risk people dislike risk in mm-hmm. fact 80 percent of americans work at a fucking nine to five job because that's the only option that they think they have they're unwilling to i hate using the saying outside of the box but they hate looking outside of the box they they're afraid to find their true purpose because they, they feel that that's what, they're, that's what they need to do to survive. And this is why, you know, recently I had a conversation with uh, a neighbor who really put me on the spot of the fact that I'm an entrepreneur and basically saying that I'm an entrepreneur because I don't have a job. Like, okay, really, you have no idea what a fucking entrepreneur is. But the reason I'm sharing this with you is because, and this was one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is because transparency is a, is a, is a huge part of my entire approach. And I really wanted to emphasize the transparency by bringing someone like you on that you've been through so many ups and downs, but you you still remain persistent to your true calling. Mm. Reality of things is people aren't people give up so easily on their dreams. Most people do. And to be able to be so determined towards your purpose just takes a lot of balls. And people just don't, you, trust me, I, I've gone from knowing billionaires, millionaires, and, and people who have big dreams and visions, and most of them give up the next day. So the fact that you've had the spiritual transformation, you've, you've welcomed fully Christ and God into your life, and you're just relentlessly striving towards what, your, what you think your purpose is, it, it's what ultimate happiness is about, right? It's the, the ultimate giving back that and the way that you can contribute towards others. And I'm so excited that you've surrounded yourself with, uh, with people who see, really see you deep at heart and now not out from the outside and judge you on the materialistic things that have happened in your past. And so this was one of the reasons also that I wanted to have you on the podcast is to talk about these things because most people don't take the gloves off. You know, they're afraid because they know that they're going to be judged. 
let's face it, you were judged multiple times. You're still judged every day. It comes with the territory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're judged every day. And that's just the way it is. But that, that's just it. It's always going to be that way because you are polarizing. You are different, you know, and the world cannot accept different because it's not the reality. The reality is to keep doing what they've been doing thus far because that's the only thing that they think that they're capable of doing. And that's why, like you mentioned, I'm a big fan of what Oprah has done, by the way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love, you know, the whole model. And But she kind of went through similar things, maybe not as, as polarizing as what you're going through, but she also wasn't accepted. I mean, most people thought like, who in the hell are you to freaking sit on daytime and talk and make money? And now she's one of the wealthiest women in the world. She has been for years because she has finally found her true purpose, her true calling, and she has remained relentless for years and years and years in basically reaching the light at the end of the tunnel. So my question in closing I want to ask is, you know, what's next for, for Josh? What are you doing? What exciting things you've got uh, in, in the mix? What can we look forward to, you know, this year? Man, I am uh, really, really excited to be. I've got. I'm in a, going to be in a couple more commercials that are coming up. I've got a couple of movies coming up that I'm in. Um, that I'm really, really excited about it. I, I'm working on the production side right now, which is exciting. I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling around the world with this um, this product that we have. And you know, fortunately, one of the coolest things that I'm excited about in in building this, you know, media company is that. Now with the technology, I can take my laptop and I can produce television shows on my own channel. <laughs> All, I, anywhere I'm at, I can produce. Right. I, can, I can talk to Ivan and go, hey, Ivan, um, or even in my studio, in, in, in the studio that we're going to have in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be able, or, and, and, like you, like, Ivan, you're, like, you're in Missouri. And, yep. Or even if you're, if you're in Africa, it doesn't even matter. I don't care where you're at. Right. We, we're going to have the technology and the capabilities for people to be able to create their own content and put it on this channel. Yep. Um, and, and we can do it all over the world. So I can be portable. I can spend, I can be out in the community serving wherever I'm traveling. I can, I can plop down with a, you know, a camera, create a show, create quality content, do whatever I want, still do my other jobs. I can still write. I can still serve. Like with now, we are not limited to being in a building or in a studio. We can do – our studio can be anywhere in the world. We, the world is our playground now. So it, it's so fun to be able to tap into all of these different interests and, and, and have all of these capabilities because of technology that – I literally get to do everything I want. And, and yeah. here's the thing. That's not exclusive to me. It's available for anybody. And I, that to me is so exciting because I don't believe in the new world that we're heading into faster than people want to admit. But yeah. I don't believe for a second that you will survive the new world if you're not branding yourself with your true self because and you're the king of human branding um you know this as well as anybody you have to make yourself a brand if you're going to survive because if not someone's taking your job sorry but it's true yep. you know I'm glad- one, it's a robot <laughs> a robot is taking your job sure. 
And the only well, way to stay ahead of the curve is to brand yourself. You're absolutely right. You know, a couple of things I, I wanted to elaborate upon that is that, yes, I think eventually at, at some point, hopefully after I'm dead, you know, that robots will take over fully. But you're absolutely <laughs> right. Is this that in this day and age, I mean, nothing makes sense, but you have to brand yourself. In fact, you talked about branding, right? Uh, one thing that I didn't realize is that I'm seeing more and more of this year is uh, especially people that are actually reaching out to me for personal branding stuff. You know, like, how do I build a brand around myself? Because, yes, technology is accessible. You can sit on your laptop and build an entire brand around yourself, right? Uh, on mm -hmm. the Internet, start a YouTube channel, you know, start a show on Facebook, you know, or on Anchor or whatever. Like, the tools are at your fingertips, right? And what most people want to know is, okay, great, it's at my fingertips, but how do I use it? You know, like how do I, that, and that's one of the things that I do with my business is help people figure out how to use it and create strategies around it, right? Because as you said, it's accessible. Like you can sit at your laptop in your Hollywood studio and talking to someone in Africa, right? And just having a conversation like this because technology allows it. And that's just it is that in this new world, nothing makes sense. But if you can figure out the technology and the branding and building an entity around yourself, you can be very successful. I mean, that's there's... Right. You have a lot of people in your network, as you know, speakers and coaches, right? That, that's what they make their living off of, practically. But they've built a personal brand and they're going around the world speaking about it and people will pay for it. And so you of all people are probably one of the most prominent brands that I know because oh, wow. you have a story unlike anybody else's. And as you know, the story is what makes you, literally. In fact, the more interesting story you have, the more entertaining, the more engaging, the more resourceful you can be to people. And I'm not surprised that you're about to embark on this global journey, not only with the products that the product that you're launching, uh, but with your media company, you know, to do all these great things. So I'm very, very excited uh, for you. But as you know, I mean, with everything is it's time, right? Time is of an essence. I think that the, the reason, at least personally, the last couple of years that you've gone through all these things, I think it was God prepping you up for what's to come. You know, like the Big Bang, right? Like, <laughs> what's the Big Bang? And is Josh ready for this? Because he was a test. I mean, at least I look at it from my own trials and tribulations that I have gone through, you know, everything from family to uh, last year, even though last year was my best year yet, it was also my, my worst year, you know, in history. And so, but I look at it as a transformation similar to kind of what, you, what you've done to prep you for the Big Bang. But I think everyone wants to get to the Big Bang from like, what's the quickest route from A to Z, right? Everyone wants to get to go through that as quickly as possible. But what they don't understand is you have to love the process and the journeys and the trials and the tribulations that are put in front of you because they prep you for that big bang. So that's one of the things that I really appreciate about you, man. You've taken beatings. You know, you've been criticized. You've been judged. You've been called names and everything. You're still standing. You're still here. <laughs> Like, you're still fucking alive. You're still, like, you know, chugging along, like, relentless, uninterrupted, regardless of what society tells you, and you, you just keep doing you. And that's what it's all about. That's one of the things that I really, really admire about you is that regardless of what Nasha said, you can 
you can live up, choose to live up to other people's expectations or fuck people's expectations because they don't matter. They're just opinions. You Yo, keep doing you. Ivan, people, I'm not competing against anyone. Like, I, I love seeing other people be successful. I'm not competing against anyone but myself. And I don't, I, I'm, I love to see people succeed. I want to encourage people when, when they're struggling uh, because I know that there's, there's, there's something there. Like I, 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 cause I know that everyone has the same things available to them that I do, but I'm not competing against them. I don't need to hate somebody because they're successful or they got a TV show before I did, or they got a, a, a movie role or they had a huge sale. Like I'm happy for them because I should be, I'm not worried about that. And also as far as judgment and criticism and, and, and all of that, no one is more critical on me than myself. I, there's nothing you can right. say about me. You can call me. You can call me the most vile name in the world. Word in the world. It, it's okay. It doesn't. That doesn't affect me because I'm not playing that game. It doesn't. That doesn't bother me at all. Do I want people to like me? Look, I just want people to know that my heart is real. And I've screwed up. I'm going to screw up again. I'll probably screw up later today. I, 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 but at the same time, <laughs> I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to be the guy that says, "I'm sorry. Will you forgive me?" I'm going to be the guy that talks about I'm struggling. I'm going to talk about all of this because I want it to be okay for people to speak truth. Because the truth is where our there's so much superpower in truth, like. If you, you, you can set yourself free by standing in truth, and in the end, I know it's scary. Do you know how scary it is to say, I have HIV, I battled my sexuality, I, 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 I've almost died about more times than I can count, I've been bankrupt twice, I've, I've been yeah. an abuser, I've been abused, yeah. I've been, do you know, it's not fun to say, but here's the thing, now when I say it, I say it because, like, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't change anything except for the fact that the people that are suffering in silence get to hear, wait a second. I've, I've been withholding that I have HIV. Oh, I've been holding withholding yep. that I've been battling my sexual. Oh, I've been withholding that I'm using drugs in secret. So, yep. so I'm creating this space for other people to stand in truth. I'm not doing it for a cookie. I'm doing it because I don't want anyone else to suffer. Yep. There's no reason to suffer. None. Yep. You know, there's, I almost forgot to share this with you. And I wanted to do it in, in closing. This has been an amazing session. I look forward to getting it out into the world because there were so many great things that you shared. But this quote from Ed Milet really stuck with me. And it, it's been like, so the, the quote goes along the lines of, and I might be quoting exactly, it's, if serving is beneath you then leading is above you damn right <laughs> that's well said dude that was from ed milet on instagram and by the way i think you had ed milet on your show didn't you like a while back no he's coming on um he's gonna be on in april okay okay so I, this quote has literally fucking stuck with me dude because the more i, I thought about it and look I have my own trial, tri trials and tribulations. Like people piss me off all the time. <laughs> bullshit. Like literally just childish bullshit. Like 
getting into minutia type of conversations on Facebook and whatnot. And I've learned, you know, the hard way that, you know what, you just don't feed the fucking trolls, you know, <laughs> it's pointless, honestly. And, but when I heard that quote, well, it was actually an image. It was a gram that you shared on Instagram. Uh, I messaged him and I've had short convos with him in the past too, via direct message. But I said, dude, this was fucking on point, man. Like, this is probably the best quote that I've heard in recent times. Because think about it. Anything that you do in life, whether it is for you, which in reality you're actually also doing for others, because you're trying to influence others, that's what you're doing with the platform that you're creating, is to make people, make people realize that it's okay to fuck up. We yeah. all fuck up. But what, what's going to set you free is if you release all that tension and stress and anxiety and anger that you've bottled up inside yourself, you're going to live happier that way. And that's what it's all about. Most people don't live happy because they're stressed the fuck out because they know that the next day their world could crumble. So in that's essence, right. freedom is about letting go. And so the more I thought about this quote, it's absolutely true. If you can help other people, you know, become the best version of themselves any way possible, that reciprocates in the long term. And that's how you lead. That's what true leaders do. Look at presidents. What do they do? They serve the people, right? They don't serve themselves. You know, look at, look at uh, civil rights, like Martin Luther King, right? I mean, at first everybody hated him, but he's responsible for a whole civil rights movement, you know? These are just some examples of like, what true leaders do, but society fails to recognize them until, well, they're so to speak elevated on the fucking pedestal and then they give them recognition. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the reality. Think about it. Is this that when you're serving people, you're scrutinized. You know, people degrade you. People uh, call you names. People try to sabotage you. You've gone through all this. And, and then some, right? Because you've had a dark past, right? But then when you become this influential leader, like suddenly, oh, Josh has a show. Josh has reputation. Josh has cloud. Suddenly, you're accepted. So, like, there's this evolution of acceptance, I think, of human beings from diamonds in the rough to diamonds that shine that society fails to accept because most of society accept materialistic things. Do you, hear, do you want to hear a brutal reality? Share it. The fact is this. The people that are harboring those secrets, they're, they're going to die off. Because the way, the way that we are going in the world is it's meant for the truth speakers to rise. It's meant for truth to be exposed. So everything that's in the shadows, the light is being put on it. So whether you want it or not, your secrets are going to be revealed because that is the world that we are stepping into. So let me ask you, would you rather be on, on the other side of it or do you want someone else to reveal your secrets for you? Because I promise you, think about all of these celebrities that are hiding all of the things that they're doing. I promise you, they didn't want some of that information to come out the way it was because when you allow someone else to speak the truth for you, then you are at the mercy of the way that they want to tell your story. And guess what? When someone else is telling your story, it's a lot more painful than when you do it. 
You have the power right now. Everyone listening right now has it in their own power to stand in truth, to set themselves free. It is your duty as a human being to use your truth to help other people. That is why you were created, to serve other people. But when someone else takes the truth and uses it for you, I promise you, it is a lot harder to deal with. But when you're the one standing in truth, you remove everyone's bullets from them, and there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. Because I promise you, everything is going to be revealed. Everything. So all of those bad things that I've done, all of, the, all of it, all of that dark, sinister stuff that I should be dead for, that I should be in jail for, that I should be persecuted for, I've already talked about all of it. Yeah. Yeah, it made people uncomfortable. But here's the thing, man. Now I don't have to talk about it anymore. I get to go on with my life. And look, and if I screw up again, I get to fess up to it. But it's a lot easier to fess up to one thing with a clear conscience than it is stuffing 50, 60, 70, 80 different little secrets. It's a lot easier just to let it out. It'll set you free. And man, those people in your life that you think are your friends, those people that you think love you, when you're living a lie, that ain't your friends. That is not your tribe. That is not your people. They don't love you because they don't know you. Yeah. You actually read, <laughs> you read my mind. I was going to say uh, letting go is setting free. Mm-hmm. Um, because <clears throat> I think in, in this day and age that we live in, is, uh, letting go and setting free is followed by uh, uh, suffering for your consequences, right? And that's just how I think our world is, is designed. But in the reality of things is if you want to, and this is one of the things that I appreciate probably the most uh, about you is just that you have learned how to let go to set yourself free. Because you've realized that you've had this huge bag of rocks that you've been carrying around. You probably feel like you still do some days that are just all this extra weight that's completely unnecessary, right? And letting go off of that is one of the best ways that you can set yourself free because who gives two fucks about what other people think? As long as you can about <laughs> yourself, that's all that matters. And honestly, this is coming – look, I'm, I'm sharing this with you because, you know, my, my story, my journey is, is obviously very different than yours. But the reality of things is we all have our own struggles that we're struggling in our own ways. You know, the severity of them is what I think a lot of people try to judge people upon, as opposed to let go, set yourself free, and do the things that make you happy. Uh, Someone else that actually shared this recently with me is that uh, living good is the best revenge that you can have. So, because revenge in a way is this that if you're mad at people, the only, you know, the way you can revenge people is just focus on the quality of your life, literally, because nobody else is going to live your life for you. You're living your own life. You make your own decisions. Nobody else should have impact on those decisions. I mean, people will try to influence you by sharing their opinions and the perspective, but in no way those opinions and perspectives should influence the decisions and actions that you make as a human being. That's what most people don't understand. So, you know, I appreciate having that, the less caveat. That was a real good twist, you know, to finish this out with a bang. And uh, I want to thank you for jamming with me, you know, for the last 45 minutes. This has been 
absolutely amazing. And I'm excited for you for everything that you're doing this year. I look forward to uh, all the new adventures that you're about to embark, embark upon and look forward to staying in touch with you. Absolutely, man. Hey, Ivan, thanks for being a friend, bro. And uh, you, fantastic. I, I, I'm excited about your show. I, you do a great job, and uh, I'm rooting for you, man. Well, and there you have it. That was the uh, guest interview with uh, Joshua T. Bergling. And uh, what can I say? It was uh, nothing uh, short than fucking amazing. You know, Josh is the real deal. As I mentioned, Josh is someone that I have been following for a couple of years now on social media. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's really got a very interesting life going on. But, uh, one of the takeaways that I, I wanted you to extract from the, this episode specifically is to understand that living your own life, not the life that other people dictate upon you, is extremely important because that is how you can li- uh, that is how you can accomplish a state of happiness, a state of content. I think a lot of you people are just living up to other people's fucking expectations and you're attempting to lead lives that other people dictate upon you. And that is one of the quickest ways to become unhappy, to become sad, to become depressed, uh, to become anxious. And I know that you don't want to be any of those things. So the key message that I want you to really take away from this particular episode uh, of the podcast is uh, to live your own life, create your own life, be happy, you deserve it, live in, in, the, in the fullest content, whatever uh, that is. And with that being said, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast already, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for, but hit that subscribe button because that's how you're going to stay in touch with the latest uh, episodes of Raw is Shed. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. It truly means the world to me that uh, you gave a fuck to actually listen to this episode of the podcast. I hope to see you on the next one. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless.